Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 906. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Uh, um, yeah, it's a, uh, a, a weird, uh, week in time here. Uh, we are past Thanksgiving, not quite to Christmas, uh, building up to Christmas when everyone's going to take off and not do anything. So it's a whole hurry up, uh, and, uh, hurry up to do nothing, uh, at the current time period. And Oof, the wrestling definitely was hurrying up to do uh, nothing for us this week. Uh, no uh, surprise CM Punk to talk about. Uh, really, not a whole lot of CM Punk. Uh, and, well, no CM Punk at all on the shows that we normally cover. Uh, SmackDown no and Raw. No CM Punk, but there will be plenty of CM Punk next week for you and uh, who, Shahid or whoever to talk about when I'm not here. So, <laughs> CM Punk appearing at both SmackDown and Raw. Uh, upcoming, yeah. but no, no CM Punk. Um, I yeah. guess the, I, I, I don't know I was going to let you take the lead, but I guess the big story of the week was Randy Orton officially declaring his presence, per, his permanent presence, well, his permanent full-time presence for a specific brand. Uh, and sure enough, uh, you were, uh, reading my mind, good sir, uh, because it, yeah, in a, in a week that was not really heavy on news, I do think that, uh, it's worth noting that, uh, Randy Orton is not going to be taking a, uh, free agent approach to his, uh, return to the WWE, and, uh, not completely surprisingly, uh, after the way he talked about the bloodline on Raw, uh, the week prior, uh, it it seemed like he was destined to sign with SmackDown because he really wanted revenge on the Roman Reigns-led bloodline. Uh, and if you're out of it, that's uh, fine and dandy at this point. So uh, I don't think... Did Solo really take out Randy Orton? I feel like he came along after Randy Orton was taken out. You're right. Solo was gone, but no, Solo wasn't there then. No, no, no. Yeah, right. No, no. It, it, it was just Roman, Jimmy, and Jay. Yeah, poor, poor Solo's uh, taking a bullet for Jay, who decided to turn, uh, turn babyface here. Well, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's still Randy Orton. At some point, uh, Jay might have an RKO waiting for him too. Just <laughs> when he leaves respect, when he leaves respect. So. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. Randy Orton is you know, going to be fully on SmackDown, uh, feuding with the Bloodline. I would say a Royal Rumble Championship match with Roman Reigns is pretty much a, a, a guarantee at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many months we've talked about Roman Reigns running short on opponents and uh, one person whose name did continually pop up that we were surprised was a fresh name is Randy Orton. Uh, we just didn't know when he was coming back. And, well, now that he's back, uh, he seems like a prime opponent. Uh, the man does not need to uh, win the championship. Uh, I would be utterly shocked if Roman Reigns lost that thing before WrestleMania. Well, no, of course. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, he, he, yeah I, don't, I don't believe he's going to, but Roman Reigns yeah. and Randy Orton is as good as anything they could possibly do. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it's got a built-in story. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, story they that they were they were establishing before Randy got got hurt. Uh, so yeah, it's a good place to go. SmackDown does feel like it's got more going on than Raw does currently, as far as anything that's you know moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Roman Reigns on the shows upcoming. Multiple shows upcoming. I assume next week there's a good chance. To, I don't believe they're going live on the on Friday the twenty second. So they'll probably two, tape two episodes next week in Green Bay when Roman Reigns is there. But I will not be there because I will be in Detroit for 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 for, for, for a work trip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just got the, the inbox, uh, offer for Monday Night Raw in, uh, I got that too. late, late April. Uh, no, 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 so, uh, that's, uh, that's always a curious time. I, I liked it when they hit Columbus right before WrestleMania, uh, the last, I want to say three or four years at least. Uh, they've been doing uh, wrestling because it was definitely a pre-pandemic thing uh, where they started doing Raw here just shortly after WrestleMania. And uh, I, 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 I like going to pre-WrestleMania because shows anywhere between that, that, that Royal Rumble and, and WrestleMania sweet spot are, you know, things can happen. People could show up. You wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't expect or, you know, the stars will be out. You know, those, those are certainly good shows to attend. Um, but yeah, no, but yeah, actually I got a, I, I got a message in the main box asking me to go to Cleveland for, to see, to see CM Punk on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, will travel for wrestling. Uh, it's just, uh, written on your, uh, inbox there. Uh, I, I, sir. I, I, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> but yes, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, return imminent to tell the television to you know, really get, a feud with Randy Orton, you know, off the ground. Yeah. No. Although the, the one element of what they did on Friday that it was fun in the moment, but if it leads to Nick Aldis going full heel GM with Randy Orton as his, as his nemesis, and we're doing it, going to do the, the awesome McMahon thing again. Uh, I don't, I, I, I don't need that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, time will tell, like, Aldis has been walking this weird line that, I guess just because Adam Pierce has been around longer and hasn't done anything offensive, he's kind of the default babyface in their confrontations. Yeah. Um, and I, and I feel like the crowd has kind of treated it that way, so... Yeah, the jury's still out on where they'll go with that. Uh, Maybe it'll just be a thing. Uh, Maybe he'll suspend Randy Orton so that he's not there some week that Roman Reigns is there. Um, You know, yeah, time will tell uh, on that one. I I do not hope that to be the case, so, uh, yeah. Ad nauseum, I feel like, uh, well, not that we've needed to reiterate it recently, just because we haven't had a heel GM in quite a while at this point. 
What, like Sonya Deville? Sonya Deville was doing it, I mean, for a little while during the, probably the transition out of the pandemic era, era, Shane McMahon started poking his head around. That's how he ended up feuding with Braun Strowman. Yeah. You know, Vince would pop in and out. Triple H would, Triple H has basically stayed, you know, neutral or babyface pretty much in all of his appearances for a number of years now. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then I don't, I don't remember the last time we, Stephanie really made an appearance on TV that where, 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 where she was in, in character mode. It's been, it's been a number of years for that as well. Uh, yeah, so there hasn't... Uh, Shane was probably the last sustained one. I mean, I know that... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Sonya Deville probably was on screen for a longer time period than Shane is the heel GM, but... I guess she just didn't have the same impact, you know. She didn't work no, herself she, she, into no, a Braun Strowman she, match. She, yeah, yeah, no, 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 she really didn't. I mean, Vince did get involved, I think, last year in the whole Austin Theory Pat McAfee deal. So oh. he was there for some of that. But once again, he has not been an overpowering force on the show for a number of years. Yeah, and, and even in with that one, he wasn't really, like, obviously he was involved, but... I it wasn't on any think... match. It was, it, 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 that was it. Yeah, he he didn't put himself in the match. He didn't. <laughs> well, he actually, well, actually, he did. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That was the embarrassing one where he where, where, where he took the stunner and he just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, forgot about that. Said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. it was one segment on on the show. It wasn't an overpowering thing. Uh, no. You know, and, and, and once again, I, I feel like, you know, Aldis and Pierce are in these roles because they're just guys in a suits who talk, who, who, talk, who, who speak well. I mean, that that's pretty oh. much what they need for this, uh, for this job. We, we really don't, we don't need to go back to, you know, you know, Randy Orton, you know, Randy's, Randy Orton's going to be Randy Orton. He's going to RKO anybody. No. That's just great. It was, it, was, it, 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 it was a big pop. It was a big, it was a fun moment. It doesn't give me anything more than that. You know, well, all, all this should just brush himself off and and and, and, and move on. Uh, yeah, I uh, I hope that that ends up uh, being the case because yeah, do not uh, do not need to heal GM as a, uh, a consistent event on SmackDown or any uh, program. Uh, quite frankly. Uh, one interesting thing from SmackDown that, uh, I feel like I didn't watch last week's SmackDown, not a big note, really, but the fact that, uh, the Brawling Brutes are splitting up is something. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah, something. I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't really know what it is at all. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I have no idea where Seamus has been. I've heard nothing about his, any kind of health status of him, why he's missed so much time. I've, you know, no. I don't really see a grand future for Rich Holland by himself, nor do I, nor do I really feel like Butch slash Pete Dunn is going to go all that far on, on, on the main roster by himself either. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, all he needs to do is look at, uh, to me, what would be brethren in Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. 
you know, I I, I feel he like was NXT... there. He was in a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's I, I, I mean, I feel like that's the best that he's going to get out of the main roster. Yeah, I, 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 I completely agree. So, and, you know, and, and Rich Holland is just not much of a personality. He hasn't really gotten himself over. You know, it's I mean, I mean, I mean they're both riding Sheamus's coattails pretty much. So, and uh, yeah, what shows what shows more personality and more and is obviously a, a better wrestler, you know. I mean, Rich Holland kind of has that thing hanging over his head that he has, you know, hurt two people in, in d- d- during the course of his tenure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I feel like he's done a better job wrestling. I'm still not blown away, though. Like it's no, he... I'm, 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 I'm definitely not blown away. Yeah, so it's it's a it's just a it's definitely a weird 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 direction for them. I don't, yes, I don't oh. really know exactly where, 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 you know, really, really where you go with both of them. Uh, yeah, that that is kind of the not million dollar question because I, I feel like that's probably investing too much in the, at least the Butch and uh, why did I blank? Why am I blanking on his name now? Uh, Ridge. Uh, end of things. Like Seamus, like you said, they Seamus was always the star. Without him there, if they're not a tag team, there just isn't that much for them to do. So I don't, I don't know where. So yeah, knew that would not be <laughs> a long topic, but that was one where I'm like, man, I feel like I missed an episode of SmackDown here because I did not remember Ridge walking out on Pete during a tag team match. Um. How long? Speaking of uh, of breakups and ones that seem to be coming from uh, way downtown, might not be far enough away. Quite frankly, uh, Bailey and Damage Control is. Uh, I'm feeling more uh, firm about Dakota Kai being at least the mouthpiece for the uh, Japanese trio moving forward here. Well, yes, that's the, that, that's the dynamic we're, 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 we're definitely going to have, and it's, it's obviously the dynamic we, that needs to happen, we need to have in, 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 that, in that story. Um, no, no, it's, it's, going, it's going well. I think, it's, I think it does need some, some more time to percolate here, because Bailey has to be, up until this point, Bailey's been obnoxious. Bailey has been, you know... Selfish in her own way, but no. lately we've seen the change that you know she's going out of her way to do everything to help the other four and you know three active members and yeah and just being crapped on for it. I mean, yeah, Bailey's been a, a, a evil heel for so long that for so long now that they really need to they, they, they need to establish that she is in the right here that 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 that, that she. Oh. It, it, it is is you know the one who's a good friend of them, and they're the ones who are gonna you know throw you know screw her and throw her out of the group and yeah. beat her down probably. Uh, yeah, I one would imagine that uh, maybe that comes to fruition when Dakota Kai can start putting the boots to her officially. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, it's it's WWE in December. No. We're, 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 we're not going to get a lot, you know. They'll, you know, they're, they're going to push the story forward every week. But I, once again, if, if it takes until January to really see 
you know, the, the actual turn, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, well, and I think that your first point's the kind of the biggest one is that, yeah, it, I, I can't believe how long it has been that Bailey has been a heel at this point. You know, like that's one of those things that I, and I mean, I'm, I, I, I mean, there, there was a long injury layoff, you know, in there as, you know, you know, that, you know, that took her out for about a year. Oh. Uh, over a year, I think. So, yeah. yeah it, it hasn't been that that uh, consecutive. I'll, 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 I'll say four years or so of, of her as a heel. Because there was that year that she wasn't wrestling at all. But she, she's been a heel since, uh, you know, I think it was late 2019. Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking like here. I uh, did a quick, <laughs> quick scan on Wiki to... Uh, <clears throat> see it but yeah she's uh she's been a heel for uh, a large chunk of her main roster run here probably probably longer actually yeah then yeah she was 2016 to 2019 and then or yeah 2019 to and then yeah 2019 to 2023 so uh you know, a little more than a year longer as a heel here. And she hasn't really waffled at all. She has been uh, grading that whole time. Yeah. Only recently are we supposed to think, hey, wait a minute. She's doing all the work in war games. She's she's taking all the beatings. She's taking the pins. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it's smart to do the, the turn that way. It's because I will always declare... One of the worst turns, if not the worst turn anyone ever did, and it was uh, completely, you know, basically sabotage, was when Evolution turned against Randy Orton. We had no signs of a face turn from Randy Orton at all, and then oh. Triple H and the guy and Batista and Flair beat him down, and no one, Randy Orton did not get over on a baby as a baby face during that run, and he was pretty quickly a heel again within six months. Uh, yeah, I, that's a good example. Uh, and Batista ended up in the main event of WrestleMania, and Wharton took years to get to <laughs> years to get back to that level. Oof, yeah, that was uh, that was a rough one because for Randall Keith. Slow burn with Batista. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny how that happens. Funny how that happens. So yeah, it's uh, it it'll be interesting to see uh, Bailey eventually is the uh, is the baby face here. But uh, like you said, I uh, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Like they are definitely definitely they're fairly. I, I feel like the seeds were a, a, a little more obvious this week. But uh, you know, yeah, again, like. N- not that it's Roman Reigns uh, run as champion, but uh, yeah, they're not really going to do anything too major, at least before the new year. Right, no. <laughs> when we're really starting to ramp up to uh, the Royal Rumble. Because I feel like, is that late January? I don't know. Yeah, it's what... like, yeah, it'll be the last Saturday. Okay. But yeah. you've got all these, you know, we got the holidays coming up. Raw has the misfortune. Well, the misfortune that, that that Christmas and New Year's will both be on on, <laughs> on a Monday this year, so that and you know they also 
typically are afraid of, of, of running a big show and having anything important happen during while the national championship game is on the next Monday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they have uh, three consecutive Raws where it's uh, it's going to be a dead zone. Yeah, so we're talking to mid-January before they really can start doing... I mean, SmackDown's in a little better position to... Oh. Push stories forward. Push stories and wreck, wreck things up. As I said, when we mentioned, there's going to be, you know, I think three SmackDowns coming up that, that Roman Reigns is advertised for. And I don't know, I said, I think one of them is going to be a double taping. So, you know, so technically he'll be, he'll, he'll be on two episodes in a row, even if he's not doing two actual live <laughs> events in a row. Uh, yeah. 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 Ross kind of get trapped in with the, with, which which are basically just going to be you know low rated episodes by by nature. Uh yeah, and it's really not a bad time for that to happen, just because uh, we kind of talked about it with Survivor Series. When you have two Royal Rumble matches, you don't really need a lot of singular hype on anything. You know. Uh, but- but There's gonna be what three matches maybe on top of the four card, four yeah, maybe. At least four. Sometimes they've even done five. Because remember, it's, it's, it's still gonna it's still gonna go four hours. So they, they they can still fit some they, they can squeeze some stuff in there. Uh, I mean, mm. we're, we, we mentioned Roman Reigns and Randy Orton, and then the other another match that can I, I, looks like it can be largely penciled in. Logan Paul defending the United States Championship against the winner of a tournament. Who we've already, you know, have have a blinking sign saying it's going to be Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, yes, that was a uh, another uh, thing on SmackDown. Uh, they could not have uh, made that more of a gigantic neon sign uh, when you have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's eight people in the tournament. Seven of them are heels, and the other one is Kevin Owens. I think one of them is Dragon Lee. Oh, okay. And then another one of them is going to be someone from NXT. Uh, oh, yeah, the NXT mystery guest could be uh, a baby face. I was just feeling, because uh, I'm trying to remember who... Because I know that it's Karrion Cross is uh, taking on another heel in his first round match. Yeah, Cross against Lashley. <laughs> oh boy, Triple H has a chance to just just to just burn all of his his goodwill in one in one night if he if he makes the wrong decision here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It, it, I can't even to imagine me, Cross beating Lashley. It, that would be wild if that happened. Uh, I I don't think it will. I'm not sure how much it matters in a lot of ways, just because I it just like we already said, like there's a neon sign pointing at Kevin Owens that he's going to be the challenger, uh, including already having a verbal interaction with Logan Paul. Right. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, e- even if Cross wins, but I mean, yeah, if you have Cross pull off the upset, he almost has to win the tournament, right? Oh 
God. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I mean, isn't he? I mean, he's been in a bad like he has not recovered really from the whole Spartan gear thing ever. No, I mean, and he didn't have all that much going for him, and to begin with, honestly, I, I was never a fan during the NXT run. Um, but yeah, the whole Spartan gear, that whole very, that whole weird period, uh, some, some really awful television during, during that period of 2020 to 2021. That was, that was after they got back from, in front of crowds, right? All all that, all that, all all that was happening. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. There were definitely some so, 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 some rough times, and it, it. I guess it just seems weird because he was obviously one of those guys that Triple H brought back on purpose, and I just has done nothing since. Really, no, I mean, Ray Mysterio just... feud was it really? Yeah, a Ray Mysterio feud, a Drew McIntyre feud. Um, yeah, those are pretty much it, yeah, and just nothing else really, just, you know, just, just kind of a guy on the roster, uh, I, I don't, once again, I, I, I would not have him beat Bobby Lashley at anything ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just seems like you're, uh, asking Lashley, for ill will. They're just, they are fighting against a giant tide trying to keep him heel. I... Well, I mean, he's just him and the Street Profits are just in a weird spot to me, too. They've, they've been. It's 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 whatever, whatever they were going for is not working here. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what they were. And I guess that's the other thing. Like, I don't know what they were going for. Really, you know, like. Even this week, I noticed that they were all doing, like, the hand gestures and everything together. And I'm like, it it makes Dawkins and Ford look like just cheerleaders. You know, when they should be up there and competitive in the ta- at least the tag team ranks. Well, I mean, they they got their shot and they lost. Previous week, which you did not watch. Uh, well, I may or may not have watched it, and just am not remembering stuff. But yeah, it, but I mean, they they just keep on losing. Like every time yeah, that they, they get they, a they, chance, they, yeah. I, yeah, like they, it's just been a non-starter. Like this group has been together for what four or five months now. Yeah, it's not start and stop with it. Nothing really sticking. You know, usually beating down Rey Mysterio is is enough to get anyone giant heel heat. I mean, look at look at Escobar, Santos Escobar. I mean, no, oh, right? Rey is the most sympathetic babyface anyone can beat down, but that still doesn't really that still had, didn't do it for Lashley and the Street Profits. Yeah, I think I, I think they might have to take a take take a mulligan on this one and just. You know, Lashley back face, and then in the next draft, separate what they think they should have done last year. Separate the street profits without having one of them, without without breaking them up, them up and having them feud. Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, that's something that is and not even been start and stop. Like, it it looked like they're like, hey, we're breaking these two guys up, and then it just stopped. You know, I mean, they really started talking up Dawkins uh, for a while there, and he really had some matches that he got to show out. And then Montez Ford came back with about an extra 10 pounds of muscle on after his injury. Well, okay, maybe like 15 or 20 pounds of extra muscle on. <laughs> and, you know, like, it hasn't done anything for him. Like, I... The guy can still do the same stuff, uh, the, the same amazing moves in the ring, but it, as far as results and where he is on the roster, it hasn't done anything for him. Yeah, no, no, it, 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 it really hasn't. Because they're just it is stuck in a situation where they're not going to be pushed. None of them really are being primed for anything oh. heading, into this, heading into WrestleMania season. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, just aimless, uh, right now. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, so, I mean, you mentioned his name, but I feel like we've hit a lot of SmackDown here, uh, with everything, yeah, I mean... I guess the only thing that we didn't really talk about is the build for Bianca Belair working her way back to fighting EO Sky for the championship. It's Groundhog Day all over again. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the same people wrestling the same. Yeah, I mean, Bailey is in a great spot. Because she hasn't had a, you know, they haven't broken them up. They've, they've, you know, they have yet. She hasn't wrestled EO a million times. That can be a no. match that, 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 that can be a bigger match down the line, as opposed to every sing, every single other thing in the women's division on SmackDown that we've just seen over and over again. I mean, even really Charlotte versus Bianca, even though they really haven't had all that many singles matches against each other because of all the three ways, the four ways, and all that, it oh. doesn't feel like a fresh match anymore either. There, there's just it just feels like. All the women on SmackDown have just been wrestling each other over and over and over again, with the exception of the fact that none of the members of Damage Control have, 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 have you know, well, the, the original members of Damage Control have, have, have wrestled each other at all because they've been a, 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 a unit since you know for for over a year now. Uh, yeah, it and yeah, they just haven't had that many care, you know, like characters come in and out of the division that could face any of them. And yeah. one of the few, well, I feel like, have we talked about Bianca and Charlotte being a somewhat fresh match, but they've had both of them on the baby face side of the ledger that they haven't really pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. But, but as I said, there have been so many three ways and four ways. Oh. They physically interacted. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like anything. This I feel like something something they've protected. I mean, obviously, we have, you know, on the other side of the coin, we keep saying it. They are desperately 
keeping Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley away, away from each other. <laughs> they are desperately. I almost never seen anything like it. They're just trying. I'm just having to throw all these roadblocks in, in, in Becky's way, so, so 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 they don't go to it too early. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just because it's been such an extended time period at this point, like, it's almost getting comical. Uh, you know, like, it, it almost feels like, in some ways, that she should have, she should have waited on that. If she was going to drop the champ, the AE, the AEW, good God, the NXT championship to Lyra, uh, you almost could have waited and had her wrestle a few more of the women down there. Before dropping it to her, yeah, you you really could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she could have kept the NXT title for 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 for, for a little while longer, especially since it doesn't seem like they they've got anything really going on with Lyra though over there either. It's just she doesn't really have a feud of her own. It's yeah, they blew off the Zaylee thing really quickly, and Oof. she's in this weird limbo waiting for the Iron Survival winner to to, to challenge her. Uh, yeah, that's always a odd spot for a newly minted champion to wait for a challenger. You know, even if you don't wrestle right away, at least if you know who the challenger is, you can have some verbal sparring. But the person waiting for the challenge just has to almost babble about nothing. In the meantime, or opponents that she's probably not going to face, and yeah. it it it, it kind of ends up. It's a weird way of taking away from their championship, like, or at least that's the way it feels to me. Like where, uh, just because they don't have anything to do, it just uh, feels like they're kind of flapping around doing nothing. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's absolutely that's absolutely yes, you know. I mean, Becky Lynch and Nia Jax makes sense. It, you know, yeah. Based on their history, based on what how much they've been pushing Nia Jax. I I guess and, it was and, I, I was a little bit surprised that there was uh never any return match on that front. Yeah, they never did I mean I mean I think Becky eliminated Nia from the Royal Rumble the year that she won it, but they never oh. had that one on one match where where, where Becky beat her clean. No, and, and they, 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 nor did they ever have one on one match where, where Nia beat Becky either. I don't think. I don't think they really ever had the one on one. No. That is it was, pretty wild that neither of them have really wrestled each other. Uh, it's especially after the you know the whole face breaking incident. <laughs> Not something I would have predicted. Yeah, no, no. It, was, it seemed like a natural thing to do, just just if, if nothing else, than to, to buy time at the time. And that's what—that's exactly what this is. And oh. it's a better—it's—it's it's better for Nia's big singles loss to come at the hands of Becky than it is to. I, it, it looks like they're not going to do. A, 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 if that's what the, that's a, that's what they're doing. Then it's then they're likely not doing a Nia Rhea singles match, which is fine because they. They gotta be careful with Rhea because she is a, a a breakup with with a breakup with Dom Dom away from from being a babyface at every or a breakup you know being a being a, baby, a total babyface and uh, they gotta get this and they gotta get this Becky feud out of the way <laughs> going and it out of the way first before she can turn face. Uh, yeah, and that just seems like uh, an awkward match for her. 
Like, her power moves, to me, are different than what Bianca does. And I'm not sure it's going to be as e- easy for her to execute them on Nia Jax. Is oh, I, what... think, I, think, I think in last year's Royal Rumble, they they had an awkward moment with the Riptide, I believe. And, and, it, oh. and Rhea looked genuinely angry. Angry at, at, at Nia during that moment because that's what happens with Nia, with Nia, with Nia Jax matches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do not uh, remember that incident, but yeah, like there's a little more, uh, you know, Bianca uses her like pure power that she has from all the track that she's done to just kind of muscle up and. Uh, I don't want this to sound uh, insulting, but uh, it's might it, her moves are kind of basic, you know. Like she's doing a gorilla press slam or a press slam, I guess. The gorilla part is normally well, she would been... be doing that tonight, Jax. Uh, no, but well, she can well, well, still well, do. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. You know, you know, obviously, the big thing, power thing, Bianca would do over and over again was 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 what we did KOD Piper Niven. Uh yes, that that but, got done to death. <laughs> that got, yes, that got done to death. But here's the thing: Piper Niven's a better athlete than Nia Jax. Uh, Piper Niven can do the flip off of off of Bianca's shoulders. I don't think Nia Jax can do the flip off of Nia's of Bianca's shoulders without either landing on top of Bianca, crushing your crushing your face into the mat, or breaking <laughs> your own neck. Uh yeah the the. Nia is not an athlete. Nia is not a good athlete. Uh, she has, yeah. I, 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 she, and 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 with at her weight, with her knees, it's only it's, it's only got worse. Uh, yeah. I mean, she definitely is not uh, is agile as as Piper Niven is. So, uh, yeah. I. It, so yeah. So, so I, just, Back to Rhea and her just seems like a bad matchup. So avoiding it seems like a good idea. Because Becky can just, you know, catch her with the, you know, put her in the, catch her in this armor, get a tap. Or she can, she can use the manhandle slam because that's just the rock bottom. You can, you can do it off the ropes even if you, you know, to use that leverage. Uh, Oh, yeah. Nia gets up to the ropes for some reason and Becky wax her from the outside and does one from the middle ropes or something like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's an easily executable move uh, for her to do. Well, for them to do. So, yeah, I, I, I do think it, it is kind of a little counterintuitive that Becky's a better opponent for Nia. Uh, but I do think that that's the case. Just because you normally think, you know, you kind of want the power matchup. I mean, I think that's why uh, what's uh, Raquel worked with somewhat with Rhea. Just because she is more agile than Nia Jax is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. is more agile than Nia Jax is the, at this, the, point. this is at true. This point. I guess I was just trying to at least head towards the the uh, bigger women of the WWE with uh, with the Raquel <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I felt like that was a reasonable thing to uh, have pop up the Becky and and Rhea, Rhea uh, Nia feud. 
But we had no Rhea this week, though. No Rhea and no, no Finn. No Rhea, no Finn. No real exp- explanation as to why. I mean, Rhea has been advertised for Deadline on Saturday to be in in Dom Square, so I don't, it doesn't sound like there's anything serious serious going on that's going to prevent her from you know being be on frequently. But yeah, I don't know. We we, we had once again it was a. Once again, it, once again, it was one of those weird times for the Judgment Day to not be at full strength and for Priest to not want to cash in because, again, another situation where Seth Rollins ended up very, very, very beaten down and tired and hurt and and, 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 and Priest did not, <laughs> just didn't bother to try, just didn't even bother to try. Uh, and it's not like Damian Priest had something to do on Raw. Yeah, no. he, 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 he was sitting around... Just worrying about his clubhouse and kicking our truth out of it for no good reason. He brought, he brought them a television finally so they could actually watch the show from back there. <laughs> that was very nice of him. Of course, it's this little, <laughs> it's this little box TV. I, I didn't know where he got yeah, that's the one thing that I'm like, where did they find a TV that old? <laughs> To, like, did they have to pull that out of the WWE warehouse somewhere just to have a TV that old for our truth to pull this gang off? With? Oh God, why, why, why didn't have like a why, 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 why didn't have like a VCR built in? That would have been <laughs> that would have been, uh, been a real uh, whipped cream and cherry on top if it had had a built-in VCR. Oh, man. Too bad there wasn't ever a Betamax version of that uh, <laughs> to really uh, do a throwback on it. But, yeah, I mean, it was uh, a weird time period. It was uh, not uh, completely surprising that uh, poor Dom Dom and <laughs> J.D. McDonough had to take a beating from the Creeds this week. No, no, that wasn't surprising. Again, the creeds continue to physically impress, although not given a lot of character and and promo time at all. They just just kind of been dropped in the middle of Raw and just had to fend for themselves. However, over there, they're going to get is going to be based on their work and not a a lot of other, not a lot of other effort. and, and being put in these backstage segments with all the other tag teams and doing that comedy, that's they don't what, fit there. Everyone else fits. They don't. That, that's what I was going to get to. Like, it's been a weird situation there where you have three teams that have interacted this frequently without fighting amongst themselves. Like, you know, like, they might throw a jab at each other here or there, but because New Day and Alpha Academy and the Creeds at this point are all baby faces, everyone has generally got along. It's it's a weird place to introduce people or try to get a uh, a character over. You know, like, because you're sharing this scene with literally... Well, it's not even six other people. Well, I guess it is six other people because Ivy Nile and 
uh, what's her name, get a uh, lot of time. Maxine Dupree. Yeah, Maxine Dupree. I have had a terrible time with names these last few weeks. Just trash. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you have eight people in these segments. It's hard to get a character over uh, in that. You know, especially when you're the new person in town. And honestly, they never seem like the uh, main part of the skit either. I mean, Maxine was the one really rocking out the end of this one this week. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, the Tozawa uh, squats. Would you uh, do a squat with uh, Akira Tozawa on your back, sir? No, no, no. I would, I, 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 I would much prefer, prefer to be on Maxine Dupree's back. <laughs> Uh yeah, that uh that is a fair enough request. Yes. Um staying in the tag team division and uh we kind of mentioned them earlier. Uh for uh <laughs> one reason or another, DIY got a 2 out of 3 falls match with uh Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. Yay. Uh, technically fine. No reason to care. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is is as much as I've liked uh, DIY in the past as a tag team. Uh, just the fact that they're getting back together isn't enough reason for me to really get into them. No, no, no. It's it it, it, it is Triple H reliving black and gold, and in front, but when in front of an audience that you know, for the most part, doesn't get it, that doesn't doesn't understand the significance. And, oh. they, and they don't play up. They don't they don't they don't play it up all up either. And not that, not, that, not not that you even have have time to go over years. And years. <laughs> uh, Michael Cole has done a solid job of trying to fill that in. Uh, but it hasn't really helped in the live crowd reaction. No, no, no. And I will never be supportive of undercard matches that go this long. It just... It's just oh. an invitation for people to to change the channel and just do something else with their lives. It just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because yeah, Vinci and Kaiser aren't compelling really in and of themselves. They work with the Imperium gimmick, uh, but they have had a credibility problem pretty much their whole main roster run. At least in NXT, you know, sim really similar to DIY, you at least got to, had to treat them as a serious tag team in NXT. On the main roster, neither of these teams have been treated seriously. And I mean, we just talked about the other three tag teams. Alpha Academy and New Day are above the pecking order for DIY. And, you know, and not just not even counting the creeds in that situation since they're number one contenders. Yeah. You know, like, being the number four babyface tag team is not a good spot to be in. No, 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 not at all, no. 
And yeah, Kaiser and Vinci just, yeah, no credibility on the main roster. And while I've kind of enjoyed uh, Gunther kind of playing favorites from week to week with Kaiser and Vinci, it doesn't help their credibility at all. It doesn't help that they're one of seven groups that are that are teams that are splitting up at any given at any given time here. Uh, oh yeah, that too. Uh, the, Gunther hasn't done enough for them to make me understand why they're with him. You know, like that that gimmick's just worked because it looks unified. Like, because I don't feel like that's another one that has really been explained. Eh, the mat is sacred to these guys. Okay. Like, what does that mean? Can we get into this a little bit? And have not gotten into that even a little bit. So, yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot of reason to to care for either of these teams. And, yeah, when you end up first fall, four minutes... Second fall, 10 minutes. Yeah, total match, 15-10. Good gravy. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little much. Um, And I guess speaking of tag teams, we can stay with the women's tag team. Uh, I guess I was a little bit shocked that Natalia and uh, Tegan Knox took the L uh, against Caden Carter and Katana Chance this week. Yeah, it's just a, it's, it's it's a total treadmill, and it's yeah, yeah. It seemed like they were no, pushing I mean, I, I, Knox I mean, and Natalia. So I mean, chance, I mean, chance. They got their chance. They lost. Now it's chance is chance. Uh, I don't know. It, it, the thing, the, the women's tag team, you know, yeah. By the grace of, by the grace of Chelsea Green and her and her chemistry with with Piper, it 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 it, it works in the slightest. But other than that, there's just, I mean, there's, there's just no one with any credibility on the other side. You know, forming a team. Maybe maybe Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile can get a little over. No. Oh, uh, yeah. Zoe and Shayna maybe, but it's not. It's it's not going to be a. It's it's it's, it's not going to be a high level in, 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 in any oh. way, shape, or form. There's just no one with any credibility wants to be anywhere near. No mistake. Yeah, is entertaining is uh, Chelsea Green is uh, the the wrestling end of things has not. Uh, not really held up a whole lot. No. Uh, I feel like there are then two big things left to uh, talk about from Raw. Uh, one is uh, Cody Rhodes getting uh, answered by a video package from Shinsuke Nakamura again this week. Yeah. Just yeah. I, it's it's fine. It, it's 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 fine to kill some time. No. Between now and the Royal Rumble, yeah, it, it's something. For, yeah. It's it's. I, I guess I don't know. I just don't know what to say about it. It's 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 fine. There's nothing. 
I mean, Nakamura's, you know, anime villain act is, you know, it's, it's, it's still good. It's still, you know, I, I still like the videos with the, with subtitles and him talking ominously in, in Japanese. I think it, it, it all still works for me. Right. But yeah, uh, uh, I'm with you. This one seems, uh, in a similar vein, like it's just, uh, tiding over Cody Rhodes until the, uh, the larger picture appears for him, whatever yeah. that is. So yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it 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 might be good for a singles match at the Rumble. It might not be. Uh, it might happen before that. They decide to have uh, something, you know, some type of uh, event that I am not thinking of currently. Because Deadline is NXT, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Deadline's NXT, that's Saturday, and then after that, there's nothing until until the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so uh, main event time, Raw. Jey Uso gets his crack at Seth Rollins uh, and does not uh, take advantage of it. No shenanigans uh, during the match, really. Uh, no Jimmy Uso interfering. Uh, I don't know why anyone on Seth Rollins' behalf would interfere, quite frankly. Uh, was not surprised by the outcome on, uh, on this one. I mean, was kind of hopeful maybe it could happen, just because Seth Rollins' title reign doesn't seem quite as sure as Roman Reigns. No, it doesn't, but it just keeps going on and on and on. <laughs> I... Again, he keeps having these matches that are very, are, you know, very good, but still feels like something is missing from this. So this, the, this equation, there's just doesn't. Once again, there's the belt's obviously still lacking prestige, and Seth's just wrestling people for the sake of wrestling people isn't really, I think, that captivating. Once again, they had a very, very, very good match. Oh. Uh, yeah, in ring work has not been a problem in this uh, in this run for Seth. It's just been yeah, like it does feel like uh, not enough of them have had uh, a real build up to them. You know yeah. what? He wrestled Sami oh, Zayn a couple of weeks ago. Again, excellent match, but I, and they kind of tied together why that match happened, similar to this one. You know, but it's still just uh, not enough, honestly, to get that much interest for him. Well, yeah, <laughs> that much championship interest, at least. Obviously, the crowd is still singing his song, so yeah. people are definitely uh, still into him. Uh, was there anything from Collision that, uh, that stood out to you, uh, this week that needs to be discussed I mean, uh, before I mean, we... I mean, the biggest thing that stands out is the, is, is the, you know, uh, fantastic match between Danielson and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, that, no. that may not necessarily a lot you can say about it, but, you know, you know, what, you know, matches like that are what AEW can get right. <laughs> Uh oh yeah I feel like m maybe something that's <laughs> something I don't say enough 
uh, although I think I do with AEW. Uh, never a problem with, uh, or very few times uh, do I have a problem with the wrestling, I guess, itself. Do I, I don't really like the, the Lucha Brothers uh, and really by uh, extension the Young Bucks style of tag team wrestling since it's, well, four-person wrestling. But yeah, AEW does not have a uh, wrestling in the ring problem still. You know, for the most part, no. they're a pretty quality uh, group of uh, athletes there. And yeah, it was not surprising, I guess, that uh, Danielson and Eddie Kingston, who both know how to uh, tell a professional wrestling story, uh, did so again. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, yeah, that is something else. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I watched, uh, it was Rampage that was supposed to be the Ric Flair promo, correct? That uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I ended up watching Rampage out of interest of that, and uh, either I missed it or uh, they edited it out. I believe they edited it out, yes. And from what I've seen of it, it was still a lot of old man rambling. Um, <laughs> If 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 it comes out that he had he had been drinking before the show, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it just was not a good performance. Sting at times, it's a, you know he you know he you know no matter what he, he, he'll, he'll always have respect and appreciation for Flair and what he did to him you know what he did for him all those years ago. And they've had a, they have a good relationship you know, no matter what anyone would say about Flair or anything. But he, he, there are moments you can tell Sting is like. Oh no, Rick! No, <laughs> <laughs> like, like like regretting going along with this. Uh, well, yeah, and we talked about it last week. Just the fact that just Ric Flair has been omnipresent in this whole Sting retirement thing is it, it, it's already old, and it's not going to get any old. You know, like it's not going to get any better. Is this thing? plods along to Sting's well, end. And and we've seen Flair in, 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 in companies other than WWE. We've seen we saw his TNA run. And then there were moments where he was kinda he was funny and he, he was still he was a little younger at that point, a little, little little more on his game. He could be fun, you know, he could be he could be entertaining. But it just felt like he thought that the whole operation was was beneath him. And you could see that coming here as well and it's just you just don't need this old man just rambling about all the sex he had in the 80s and not really adding anything else to the product <laughs> uh, I mean he's adding advertisements to their billboards yeah so yeah that's that god those are so tacky oh my god that all that's not even Kevin you're, you're, you're something of an amateur cartoonist, correct, or, or artist? Uh, yeah, I have certainly had my fair share of art classes uh, over the years. And I have, have done quite a is, few of the that, graphics is, on is, Stunt Granny now. Is, is, would that even be considered a good caricature of Ric Flair? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a regular cartoony caricature of him. 
I, do, does it really stand out to me? Does it make me want to buy the product any more than it? Well, it stands out, but it stands out in a very wrong way. Because it's just so tacky and in your face at everyone's entrance. It's just like, who who wants someone, who, who, who wants another wrestler's face taking over their entrance every <laughs> every time? Uh, well, it's not for the entrance. They, uh, just because I am, uh, watching, uh, some, uh, collision right now, uh, honestly, that, uh, it's, it, it's just up during the matches. Uh, so they're, they're not advertising during the entrances, just during the matches. So, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I it's kind of got a 16-bit kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's it, it I guess it's fine, but whatever. You know, it's yeah, it's definitely yeah, not I, knocking me out and it still is one of those things too where if the right. guy advertising it looked a little bit closer to like the 35 year old version of him that is on this advertisement that that might help too and yeah, i know that you're I'm not going to put I, the old I, guy I, on I, it I, but. You know, tony khan just keeps hanging his hat on i'm not even paying rick flair the energy company company is paying me to put rick flair on this show i'm just like what happens when when that company goes bankrupt and they stop paying their bills <laughs> Then you're. I then you. I, 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 are you still stuck with Ric Flair for another three years? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it still doesn't mean it's a good idea. No, it's not. It's not a good idea. It, it, it's his time is more than past. I'm sorry he didn't save his money. Maybe I'm not sorry because he did it to himself. But like, uh, it just it, 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 it's it's not my problem. He didn't save his money. Uh, no, it is not. And uh, I uh, I did not have to save any money uh, for my belt time beer of the uh, show this week. Uh, it was uh, given to me as a gift from my uh, older brother. Uh, he lives down in Richmond, Virginia. Hardywood Plank Brewing is uh, one of his go-tos. And uh, the man loves a good stout, and he also loves their uh, gingerbread stout that they make every year. And uh, this one happens to be the fluffy gingerbread stout, imperial milk stout with spices, honey, and toasted marshmallow flavor. Uh, it's a lot of sweetness. Uh I don't mind a little bit of sweetness uh, because the natural bitterness that comes from, uh, yeah, from a stout flavor. You know, the roasted malts kind of gives it a natural bitterness. And uh, sometimes a lot of the sweetness helps uh, smooth some of that out. Uh, somehow I think this actually maybe went a little too sweet. I think it could have skipped the honey. But it's still a uh, very good beer. The gingerbread stout itself is damn near perfect. Uh, so I will say that right now. So uh, should one find themselves in uh, Richmond, Virginia, or just in Virginia somewhere, uh, Hardywood Plank is a, a very, very tasty brewery that uh, puts out a, a, a number of quality beers. And 
Hey, if you uh, if you want even this one, I say go for it. It's uh, definitely good enough to uh, give it a whirl, even if I think it's a, a tad on the sweet side. So that is the uh, hashtag Bell Time Beer of the Show from Matt DeFranco11. He is at Stunt Cali. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of other locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids. Later.